Hello Cryptonauts, today is June 30th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to go over the coin market cap of the day using CoinGecko.com, as well as the crypto news of the day using Decrypt.co. With that said, I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available in which I will leave a link in the description below. Make sure you sign up. As well as if you are interested in collaborating on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that same Discord channel or on the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with the top 10, starting off with Bitcoin, settling at $9,132.87. For a 0.1% gain. And in second place we have Ethereum settling at $225.27 for a 0.4% loss. And in third place we have USDT Tether settling at $0.99 for a 0.1% loss. And in fourth place we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.17 for a 0.1% 7% loss. Fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $222.75 for a 0.2% loss. And in sixth place, we have Bitcoin SV settling at $154.16 for a 1.6% loss. And in seventh place, we have Litecoin settling at for a 0.1% loss. And in 8th place we have Cardano settling at 8 cents for a 1.1% gain. And in 9th place we have Binance Coin settling at $15.38 for a no gain, no loss. And in 10th place we have Crypto.com Coin settling at $0.12 for a 0.6% loss. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10. Overall, we are slightly in the red. Um, How is everything else looking? There's some green in there, but overall, it looks like the majority of our cryptos are in the red. Okay, our overall total market cap is at 262 0.6 billion dollars we are up by 0.1% with that said let's go ahead and get started with your crypto news of the day all right crypto knots we actually have a ton of news today so I want to try to get it in as much as possible let's start off with the first one chinese firms dumps 83 tons of fake gold on the market wowzers an investigation has uncovered one of the biggest gold counterfeiting scandals in recent history the probe carried out by chinese news outlet Caixin found that wuhan king gold jewelry the largest privately owned gold processor in central china's 
Hubei province used at least 83 tons of counterfeit gold as collateral for loans amounting to 20 billion yuan. That's approximately $2.8 billion from over a dozen Chinese financial institutions. According to the report, the fake collateral is equivalent to 22% of China's annual gold production. Wow! And 4.2% of the state gold reserve as of 2019. In short, more than 4% of China's official gold reserve may be fake. Wow! The counterfeit metal was discovered in February when one of King Gold's lender, Dong, Dong, Dong Guan Trust, decided to liquidate its collateral to cover defaulted debts. Following the discovery, three other King Gold's creditors also performed tests on the gold and their in their vaults and found it was fake. Yowzas. Next news. Actually, let's go back to that one real quick. Let's see. Let's see how much. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's it. Next news. Uh, Elon Musk, $29 million LA mansion sold to billionaire blockchain investor. What? Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk rarely holds back on Twitter, whether it's chiming in on the United States economic response to COVID-19, advising JK Rowling on Bitcoin, or driving down Tesla's stock price by claiming that it was overvalued. Musk also recently tweeted that he would sell his houses and cut down on physical positions, and he's actually fallen through on that promise. He listed five mansions for sale and has already completed the sale of one to a fellow tech billionaire and a prominent blockchain advocate at that. Who bought Elon Musk's house? William Ding or Ding Lei, the founder of and CEO of Chinese internet and gaming company NetEase, recently purchased the Bel Air Los Angeles property from Musk for a cool $29 million according to Variety. That's just shy of $30 million asking price for the 16 1,251 square foot estate. Yeah. Next news. The most secretive Bitcoin wallet just moved nearly $1 billion. The largest Bitcoin wallet that belongs to an unknown entity or individual. Why, why would they say entity? Entity. Ooh. The largest Bitcoin wallet that belongs to an unknown entity or individual recently moved 101,857 BTC, worth just over $933 million. The transfer was first noticed by automated crypto tracking service Bitcoin BlockBot on June 27th. And for this whopping transaction, the mysterious owner of the wallet just paid $0.48 cents in fees. That's crazy. The address was documented as the richest among non-exchanges BTC wallet back in April, when it was holding 0.55% of all existing Bitcoin at the time. And even when compared to major, major exchanges, it ranked third behind Huobi and Binance. While funds that belong to exchanges are made up of customer funds, it's unclear who actually owns the Bitcoin in this address. It's possible that it could also be an exchange wallet or belong to large Bitcoin investors such as the Wink of Eye. After this article was published, on one Redditor claimed that the wallet belonged to crypto exchange Bitstamp via custodial platform BitGo. We have reached out to both companies. Deborah Barr, Director and Marketing at BitGo said, Thank you for reaching out. For privacy reasons, we cannot confirm clients for their address. 
The funds were then sent to a more unknown wallet according to Bitcoin Block Explorer, blockchain.com. The recent $933 million transaction was split between two anonymous receiving wallets. The first one got 5,000 BTC, while the rest got 96,857 BTC as change. The larger wallet is now the second biggest Bitcoin wallet according to BitInfo charts. It trails only Huobi's cold storage wallet. The original wallet was first funded on April 1st this year through a rather similar transaction and very little of its Bitcoin had moved until now. Perhaps the investor wants to move their Bitcoin to a new wallet every few months, but why? Bum bum bum. Wait, hold on. Updated. Added a comment about the possible ownership of wallets and further details that the new wallet is now the second biggest wallet. Okay, added. Okay, okay. Alright, next news. YouTube and Reddit cracks down on hateful content. Reddit and YouTube have both taken a stance on hate speech this week, purging countless channels that subreddits for violating recent, recently updated content policies. YouTube was first to crack down on hateful content, abolishing over 25,000 channels, several of which belong to self-avowed white supremacists, including David Duke, former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, Stefan Molyneux, a highly profile promoter of the second of scientific racism, known as eugenics, and Richard Spencer, credited for popularizing the term alt-right. According to YouTube, all three violated their terms of service, which were updated in early June to clamp down on supremacist content. The crooks, the crew of the update was a commit was a commitment to banning videos asserting supremacy in order to justify discrimination against qualities including race, sexuality, gender, or religion. We have a strict we have strict policies prohibiting hate speech on YouTube and terminate any channels that reportedly or egregiously I've never heard that word before egregiously violates those policies. A YouTube spokesperson said, speaking to The Verge, after updating our guidelines to better address suprem- supremacist content, we saw a five-time spike in video removal and have terminated over 25,000 channels for violating our hate speech policies. The ban didn't come without some backlash. Of course. Next news. Coinbase joins in $5 million saft for Ethereum platform, The Graft. The Graft a company that helped decentralized application deal with blockchain data. Today announced that it has raised $5 million in a token sale. Coinbase Ventures, Framework Ventures, Parify Capital, and Digital Currency Groups were among participants in the San Francisco company's token sale. The company had previously raised $2.5 million in a seed round led by Multicoin Capital. A distributed query processing protocol. The Graph is a distributed query processing protocol. Decentralized application DEPS need queries such as who owns land in my VR district, wrote the graph on its website. Its protocol ensures that queries such as these reach DEPS in a trustless and secure manner. Teams used to spend months building proprietary indexing servers and operating the servers themselves, said the graph's co-founder Yanev Jan Tal in a statement, the graph handles all the complicated back-end infrastructure that makes this happen. Next news. 
Every major league soccer player is now an Ethereum token. What? Sorari, an Ethereum-based fantasy soccer game that lets players own digital cards based on real professional players, announced today that it had added 700 plus players that compete in North America's Major League Soccer. The deal is with the Major League Soccer Players Association, MLSPA, itself bringing all the players into the game as digital assets. However, the agreement is not with the league itself, so the players' teams are not actually represented in the game. We expect blockchain will have a significant role to play in the future of collectibles, and by bringing more than 700 MLS players to this really inventive fantasy game, Sorari, we're expected fans worldwide now have a chance to collect, manage, and own licensed digital cards of their favorite players. Awesome. Next news. Nearly 2 million UK residents own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. In the UK, 1.9 million people, approximately 3.86% of its population, currently hold Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. According to research from the UK's financial regulator, the Financial Conduct Authorities, FCA, even more people have bought cryptocurrencies in total. With some having sold them, the FCA reported published Tuesday highlight highlighted a significant 2.35% increase in the number of people who have bought cryptocurrencies compared to the previous year, up from 1.5 million people to 2.6 million people in 2020. Awesome. Next news. Winklevoss backend scale rolls out mainnet launched on Ethereum. A new open source scaling solution for Ethereum is getting off the ground. Scale, a permissionless open source Web3 platform, announced the first phase of its mainnet launch today. After years in development and with the support of Arrington Capital, Winklevoss Capital, Consensus, and more, Scale is designed to help decentralized applications dApps scale on Ethereum blockchain, coming at a crucial moment with infrastructure for growing DeFi demand is reaching its limit. Scale provides an elastic validator network developers can tap to generate unique decentralized blockchains that are fully compatible with the Ethereum chain. The first phase of the scale maintenance will launch, will enable users to develop, uh, will, will enable users and developers to get a taste of the functionality of the protocol, including more than 2,000 transactions per second. Wow! Including, uh, let's see sub-second block times and smart contracts compatibility. The second launch phase will introduce staking and bounty rewards provided through the consensus active platform with restricted token transfers, while the third phase will remove all transfers and exchange restrictions. Awesome. Next news. Definity creates TikTok style app that doesn't snoop on your data. Today, Definity, a San Francisco-based blockchain startup that wants to free the internet from the grip of major corporations, showcased a decentralized version of TikTok, free from large corporations and even bigger privacy concerns. The startup announced CanCan, an open alternative to TikTok, can uh, that is not owned or operated by a corporate or government entity. This follows its earlier demonstration of LinkedUp at the World Economic Forum 2020 in Davos. A take on, you guessed it, LinkedIn. 
According to the announcement, CanCan was built using less than 1,000 lines of programming code, while Facebook contains over 62 million and should serve as a good example of the internet's computer's capabilities. For the first time, developers and organizations get a taste of the new computing paradigm in action. Software is created by simply uploading it directly to the internet, where it runs on a global network of independent data centers within a tamper-proof environment, said Dominic Williams, the founder and chief scientist at Definity. Awesome. Next news. Matcha Zero X is looking to give decentralized exchange a makeover. Matcha, a decentralized exchange from for yeah from Zero X that launched today, wants to become the new standard in cryptocurrency exchanges. The Zero X team believes that there is an opportunity to raise the bar and create a new, simpler trading experience that will usher the next wave of crypto traders into the greater DeFi ecosystem. With Matcha, Zero X is attempting to provide a better and easier to use experience similar to Robinhood but for decentralized finance said Matt Taylor Zero X's head of marketing okay next news EU fund doles out 5.6 million dollars in grants to blockchain startups today the European Innovation Council's EIC has given out grants to six projects from a pool of 5 million euros, roughly 5.6 million dollars, under the Blockchains for Social Good program. Six winners selected in a call to identify scalable, deployable, and high-impact blockchain solutions for societal challenges, the organizers explained. The solutions include blockchain applications focused on fair trade and circular economy, rewardable energy, and financial inclusion. The first place and 1 million euros, roughly 1.1 million dollars, Grant in the quality content category category went to Wordproof, a Dutch startup developing a blockchain verification system that aims to help fight misinformation and fake news on the on the internet. Wordproof wants to use blockchain technologies to restore trust in the internet. We are building a universal timestamp ecosystem, a global standard that gives consumers a method to verify the reliability of the contents. Wordproof founder Sebastian van der Lands told Decrypt. He said the Netherlands-based news outlet Indebert, part of Belgian publishing company DPG Media, had already implemented Wordproof's timestamp technology to protect its articles. We expect search engines and social media platforms to recognize that DPG claimed ownership of its articles through timestamp Visitors searching the web can see DPG's publications at the top of search results and not another platform that happened to be larger than the local websites, noted Vanderlands. Wow, that's really cool. Next news. A man just logged the birth of his newborn on the blockchain, on the Bitcoin blockchain. What? What? A European man has commemorated the birth of his bouncing baby boy on the Bitcoin blockchain. The, sedan, the synonymous took drums posted on the on the news on Reddit on Sunday. He welcomed his firstborn Noah into the world on June 14th through the transaction on the Bitcoin blockchain. Hello Noah, welcome to the world little one, wrote took drums in his transaction. The Redditor had attached the text 
in hex code in the output. That is awesome because it's on the blockchain, the Bitcoin blockchain, the message can never be removed. It is quote, immortalized. Took Drum wrote in his Reddit post. I thought it's a nice and fun way to commemorate this important moment. Also, if it was the perfect occasion to start a small savings account for him. Took Drum told Decrypt, Took Drum from Europe, married his late, married in his late 20s, said that there's 0.05 Bitcoin in the account and that he plans to keep adding money to the account, maybe messages too. I plan to give him the private keys of the dress on his 18th birthday, but depending on his interest, I might tell him about the embedded messages before that. Mm. Here's how he thinks that will go. I saved your name and birthday in this awesome decentralized and immutable database so that nothing and no one could ever remove it. You are so lame and geeky, Dad. It also comes with 0.05 BTC. Thanks, Dad. You're the best. Wholesome. Took Drum said that he's considering adding <laughs> adding a condition that would, would lock up his son's fund until he turns 18, but deciding against it in case of a protocol update or any other event that would require him to, rem- to move the funds. When asked if he would do the same for, for his other unborn children, Took Drum said, Definitely. I could see myself tricking a second child into believing that as his big brother got Bitcoin, I got Dogecoin for him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Took Drums uh, doesn't work in the blockchain industry. He's just a Bitcoin hobbyist. He's tinkered with other blockchain projects too. Right now, he's preparing a gift for a friend in which he would mint an ERC-20 token bearing his friend's nickname. Then send him all the coins for him to distribute as he likes. And in celebration of his wedding, he was given an empty Bitcoin paper wallet. A few days later, a mysterious benefactor deposited some Bitcoin attached to it. A private joke helping me guess the password. Here's to Mr. and Mrs. Bitcoin. That is awesome. I love those kind of stories. That's so awesome. Next news. Hackers ransom California University's academic data for Bitcoin. University's officials have paid hackers a ransom of over $1 million in Bitcoin to regain access to encrypted academic data. IT staff at the University of California on June 1st found that servers used by the San Francisco School of Medicine had been contaminated with malware when hackers breached the network earlier that day. After the breach, researchers couldn't access encrypted data on the network. The data was encrypted is important to some of the academic work we pursue as a university serving the public's good, said the university in a press release on Friday. The attackers held up information they obtained as proof that they had successfully hacked the network. Then they demanded a ransom. We therefore made the difficult decision to pay some portion of the approximate $1.14 million to the individuals behind the malware attack in exchange for a tool to unlock the encrypted data and the return of the data they obtained, said the university. The university, university said that any said that breach only affected a minority of its system. It had no effect on the university's hospital work, including COVID-19 work. To address the matter, it had cooperated with the FBI, as well as leading cybersecurity consultant and other outside experts to investigate. It expects to restore the server soon. The university did not say whether the ransom was paid in cryptocurrency or 
fiat currency, according to a report from BBC. However, UCSF transferred 116.4 Bitcoin to the hackers' wallets to settle the ransom. That is a lot. First of all, first of all, hold up. Where does this university even get 116.4 Bitcoin? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. Next news. BZ's X about to jump on the DeFi yielding farm bandwagon. BZX protocol announced that two new proposals to update the tokenomics of BZRX, its governance token on Monday. They include a fee-sharing mechanism that leverages balancer pools and a distribution program by which protocol users will start receiving token rewards. If approved, BZX will jump on the yielding farm bandwagon in search of increasing the total value locked in its protocol which is currently near its record low, just over $700,000. BZRX Initial Design BZRX tokens were designed to be locked and non-transferable, except when used inside the protocol to pay for relay fees. So the tokens were never listed on any exchange. Before the current proposal, BZX had introduced two updates to its governance tokens. The first update introduced a mechanism that allowed BZRX holders to redeem their assets for a proportional piece of the insurance funds that the protocol collects to pay lenders when a borrower gets liquidated. It collects the funds by charging a 10% of all interest earned by lenders. The second update introduced a, an incentive for users to participate in protocol governance. The BZX DAO was created and allowed users to stake BZRX holdings to a representative of the DAO to receive tokens rewarded through inflation and a share of protocol fees. The inflation rewards were later removed. And I'm done with that. Next news. Digital dollars would give Fed too much power, says Bankers Association. The, oops, the American Bankers Association, a private consortium of American banks, said in a testimony at a U.S. FinTech task force hearing earlier this month that a central bank digital currencies, CBDC, put an uncomfortable amount of power in the hands of Federal Reserve. A Fed-run digital currency would be one that Im- implicates so- societal values and privacy. It wrote a June 11th statement, but other testimonies provided a Senate committee hearing today disagreed. A central bank digital currency is currently that is minted and distributed by a central bank. Some designs for central banks digital currencies use blockchain, but many CBDCs do not rely on blockchain technologies. The ABA said that it does not want to let the Federal Reserve create a digital dollar. Its reasoning extended beyond the obvious that it would threaten the retail banking model, uh, the one that the ABA relies upon. Far from it, its most damning criticism with that it's a CBDC implicates societal values and privacy. A Federal Reserve CBDC often refers to a digital dollar, which turned the Fed into the nation's near-monopoly provider of currency bank accounts and payment services it wrote 
the consequence, the Federal Reserve would quickly become uh, politicized as the central control point for monitoring and potentially denying transactions for con- uh, controversial but locally regulated purchases such as cannabis and firearms a central bank digital currencies would entangle the federal reserve as a national arbiter of social issues the bankers association wrote the right of people to transact outside the view of central banks is a cherished civil civil liberty that is preserved and protected by the due process of a competitive private banking sector. Wow. So who's best positioned to run a digital currency? The banks, of course, such as those that form the ABA, the association reasoned. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, next news. Banned YouTuber raises $60,000 in Bitcoin cash from supporters. After YouTube banned several far-right figures, including internet commentator Stefan Malinux, white national le- nationalist leader Richard Spencer, and former KKK Grand Wizard David Duke for hate speech, supporters donated $60,000 worth of Bitcoin cash to Malinux's BCH donation address. Since Monday, when the ban happened, Malinux has received 11 donations of BCH. The largest was 120 BCH, which was worth about $26,636 earlier today. Let's see. Thank you to whoever did this. Let truth and reason per, uh, persevere. Hopefully, whatever he does from now on will be even more influential weeping words who first spotted the donation wrote on reddit hmm. okay next news all right cryptonauts we're coming down to the last two finally this was a lot of news and to be honest i did actually skip a ton of it i just read small little like synopsis of of each little uh, news um, section news article but just to give you an idea of what's going on out there for the day. So, here we go. Comp holders vote to change yielding farming rules on compound. Compound giveth and compound taketh away. The compound community has voted to approve a change to the distribution of comp tokens in an effort to realign incentives and more effectively allocate the capital being used in yielding farms. Comp tokens use the vote today have elevated compound to the top of the DeFi market cap charts after the price surge following their initial distribution earlier in June. Compound provided automated monkey market services allowing liquidity providers to lend digital assets using decentralized smart contracts. Compound governance proposal number 11 changes the way comp tokens are awarded to users providing liquidity and borrowing assets on compound before distributions were impacted by the amount of interest being earned on a given assets allowing users to generate large amounts of comp by lending and borrowing more obscure less liquid assets like brave browsers bat token under a new system comp allocations will be based simply on the usd denominated value of assets provided or borrowed on compound hmm Last news of the day. Um, Bitcoin whales are multiplying while also getting poorer report. Hmm. 
Bitcoin whales are back, but poorer than before. According to a report published today by blockchain research firm Glassnode, for the first time since 2016, the number of Bitcoin whales large holders who own at least 1,000 Bitcoin, over $9 million worth of cryptocurrencies, is increasing. Okay, so maybe just less rich than before is more appropriate. But while there is a new whale in the market, and the total Bitcoin balance held by whales has also stated to increase for the first time since 2016, individual whales are not getting richer, Glassnode noted. Despite the increase in whale holdings this year, the balance of Bitcoin held by whales is still well below the peak, wrote Lizille Etchholtz in New Bitcoin Wells, where they are coming from. She noted that the highest USD wealth was reached during the bull market in late 2017 when the price of Bitcoin nearly touched $20,000. But today, crypto wells aren't as big as they once were either, with the average Bitcoin wealth per well decreasing slightly during 2020. While wells as a group are beginning to accrue more wealth once again, individual wells are growing slightly per poorer. Glassnode Edgeholtz wrote, the, means BTC, the mean BTC balance um, I think that was supposed to be this means what the mean BTC balance held by Wells has been in decline since 2011 and has not meaning meaningfully increased in 2020 alongside the number of Wells. Edge Holtz said that the increase in Wells is part due to Wells hoarding more Bitcoin than before and new Wells coming into existence because they have pulled the digital assets out of exchanges. The mass withdrawals from exchange is part due to the Black Thursday crash in March, when the biggest cryptocurrency by Mark Cap lost more than 20% of its value in less than a day. This may be because whales wanted to get in at the bottom and then withdraw their bitcoins to hodl for the longer term in anticipation for the next bull run, the report said. Edge Holtz also said that the report that the increase of Bitcoin wealth whales are accumulating is not yet highly significant, but it could be if the trend continues. The report added to the amount of Bitcoin held by whales was more on the decline for the past five years, dropping over 22% from 6.7 million to 5.2 million. But more wells have entered the market this year and therefore it has started to increase. And the dominant whale whales have in the market is also seeing the largest sustained increase since 2011. It had previously been after experiencing a near consistent decline for almost a decade, Edgeholtz noted. One thing is for sure, unless we have that long expected bull run, whales won't be as well off as they once were. Alright, Cryptonauts, we are finally done for the night. With that said, I just want to remind you once again to make sure that you are social distancing, wearing your mask, making sure you're washing your hands regularly, don't touch your face, and only go out for essential things, such as toilet paper or food. Food, food is kind of, kind of important. But seriously, be careful out there, stay safe, huddle on. And I'll catch you on the next bull run. With that said, ah, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't forget that I do have some links 
such as Celsius, which is awesome. It's a it's a like a DeFi platform. You can dump in your cryptos in there, leave them there, and every single Monday you get a nice little dividend payout, which is awesome. I love it. 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 Um, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Uh, wait, a couple more seconds. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes.